Hello everyone, mm, that was bad. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Raw Ramble. I am your host, Dylan, and I apologize that it's been a couple of days since I made an episode. I think it's been, what, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, like five days now, uh, since Friday's number six episode went up. Uh, I don't have a good excuse, I just kind of forgot. That's dead honest truth. But, we're back, and a uh, couple of things I want to talk about today. So first off... I miss Music Monday. I'm going to talk about that. Then I want to dive into a podcast, a different one that I did on Friday, about an hour after I recorded that episode of Raw Ramble. Um, I want to talk about some experience I've had with like photo backups and some good tips that I've uh, kind of come across on that front. And then I want to talk about a shoot that I went on yesterday. So let's start at the beginning. I know it's Wednesday, and I think this is going to be a common theme, but let's talk about Music Monday. Uh, truth is, there's not a lot to talk about. Between last Music Monday, which I guess was on also a Wednesday? Or is it Tuesday? I think it was Tuesday of last week that I did the first episode. Um, between then and now, not a lot has changed with uh, music that I've listened to. The couple things that I can note... I think I said that there was a new album by the band uh, Bad Omens coming out in a couple of days. Well, that dropped on Friday. And, you know, full transparency, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I think that the the singles that they released off of it, uh, but pre-release, pre-album release, were definitely the highlights of the album. And everything else was just kind of, okay, you know, this is good. But nothing really rocked my socks. I rocked them off, rather. I saved a couple of songs, but I don't know. It just didn't strike me as one of those really special albums. I'll definitely be giving it a uh, re-listen through at some point. But for now, it's just kind of kind of whatever. But that is what it is with music. Um, I went back and listened to an older Rise Against record, which is one of my, my favorite bands, yet it's a band I never think of when asked, you know, who are your favorite artists. Like, Rise Against never comes up. Yet every time a song of theirs gets played during, you know, a shuffle, I'm fucking loving it. Or if I randomly hear it on the radio or if it pops up on like, you know, a Pandora station kind of thing. Oh, dude, I freaking love it. So it's, I don't know, it's a weird relationship that I have with them, but I've loved their sound with every song I've ever heard. So I went back through an older album and listened to a couple of songs that I haven't heard before, saved some that I had heard and, you know, had forgotten to add to my library. And that was just enjoyable. Um, and that's really about it. That That's the top of my library right now. Uh, the rest is just as it was last week. So that's Music Monday, getting a little caught up. Let's now get into photo stuff. So last Friday, I talked about how I went out and shot... Uh, my friend Josh and Rachel's engagement photos, and then I came back and I talked about some stuff. Well, about an hour, not even an hour, like 40 to 50 minutes after that episode uh, was recorded and went up, I was a guest on another podcast. It's called Think Like a Strategist with Zebulon Thomas. So Zebulon is... Well, now he's a, a friend of mine and, you know, somebody that I'm working with. But initially, I was introduced to him by my dad. Uh, there was some mutual talks about photos and videos. I, uh, My dad showed Zebulon my uh, portfolio and my website. 
and you really like my stuff. So we set up a Zoom call between the three of us, and we've just built this relationship over the last little over a month now, I think it's been. And that's just been really, really cool. So after talking for hours and hours, we finally made the time to sit down and record an episode on his podcast. So his is centered all around, you know, strategy for creatives and, you know, uh, being an entrepreneur and how you can strategize that correctly. And so for his third season, for the first episode of his third season, he wanted to have me on as a guest to kind of talk about my photos, uh, my strategy behind, you know, how I approach a shoot. Uh, there were some things I, I kind of wish we had touched on, like uh, astrophotography, for example, is a, a great example of how there's a lot of strategy involved with how you shoot, when you shoot, what you shoot, stuff like that. But we definitely touched on a lot of cool subjects surrounding the professional world of photography. Um, and it was just a really, really cool experience. That's the first time that I've ever been a guest on anything before. Um, and it was definitely a foreign thing to do. But something I would absolutely do again, if given the opportunity. Um, there's a video version up on his YouTube channel, Zebulon Thomas. And then you can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, anywhere where you can find a podcast, you can find this um, in this episode. I would definitely recommend giving it a listen if you want to hear a couple of folks talk about photos and photo strategy for a little while. Um, it was a great conversation. I had a lot of fun and I'm very thankful that he gave me that uh, chance to talk with him and I hope we do it again soon. So that was cool. Let's talk about something that I've been working on for f months. And when I say months, I mean months and months and months. I got very, very concerned a little while back about the fide not the fidelity, the security and the reliability of my hard drives because I just have one right now or prior to this uh, change that I made. I had a single 14 terabyte external hard drive where I store everything, like every single photo, video, time-lapse photo, you know, random Photoshop business files, etc. It's all on this one massive hard drive. And I use like at the moment close to four, maybe five terabytes of it. And so I've been kind of worried, you know, disk drives, they don't last forever. And if that, if this thing were to fail, I don't have it set up in a, you know, a raid system to where there's you know fallbacks in case something goes wrong. I like, if this thing fails, which they're fairly prone to doing, like, I'm screwed. That's all my raw file is gone. So for a while now, like, the better part of a year, I've been exploring various options for, okay, where else can I store the photos? Do I get a second drive and just have redundant drives? I guess I could. Uh, what else do I do? I mean, the obvious answer that first comes to mind is, well, cloud storage. But I'm thinking, you know, five plus terabytes because I'm going to want storage down the road, five plus terabytes of photo storage is going to be a lot of money. And it's very hard to find services that offer that. And it's very hard to find some that offer, you know, good web clients along with apps and overall ease of use and no compression, if they support raw files, etc. And so I have tried a lot of stuff. I, the one that I landed on for a while was called Backblaze. Basically just, you know, made a, a mirror of any drive up in the cloud. 
And so that's what I tried doing for a little while, but their process of uploading and backing up was kind of finicky. So I was like, well, you know, it's all, it's the best option I could find, but I'm not super enthused about it. Then it's like the heavens heard me and the best solution in the world came down. So the website host that I used, I still use, but as my main site used to use for a long time is SmugMug. It's... Like I said, it's the first host I ever used for my photo site, and it's, I st still think, one of the best in most ways for overall photo displaying and storage. They came out with a new service a couple of months ago called SmugMug Source, where essentially it's, you know, previously with just their regular uh, subscription plans, you could store unlimited JPEG files. I think PNGs are supported in one or two other file types, probably HEICs, like iPhone photos, and maybe TIFFs, I don't remember. Um, you could store unlimited photos through that, but you can never support or upload and support RAWs, which for a while I understood um, and just really didn't give too much thought about. But they launched SmugMug Source as a specific RAW file storage solution. So what's amazing about it is, one, it's not horribly expensive. To store the three-something terabytes of f raw files that I have, it's like t 15 to 20 bucks a month, which is honestly really freaking good considering it's not compressed whatsoever. It integrates fully into my existing SmugMug photo library because I still use that website or that hosting platform as like my back-end gallery. Excuse me. If I need to show somebody like some macro photos or portraits or sports or something, which is not my main thing I like to advertise. I like to advertise my uh, landscape work, and that's what you'll find on my main site. But I wanted to have a place where I could show both, and so I use SmugMug as the, the backup. So I can integrate all of my raw photo storage into my existing photo library on there. That's massive. And what's more is they have a great app for phones and iPads and other tablets. And they have a really, well, I'm not going to say really good. They have a pretty good uh, computer app, too, either on the web or, like, the desktop app. There's definitely some things I would fix on it if I could, but, you know, it gets the job done. And so for a few months now, I've just been uploading all of the raw files, which is thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of raw files. I mean, we're talking probably close to 30,000 photos. If I had to guess, I, I didn't do the exact calculations. I kind of wish I had, but it's a lot. But what's fantastic is this morning, I have finally uploaded all of them. Every RAW file, every JPEG is uploaded and organized almost identically to how I have it organized on my main hard drive. And wow, it's a huge, huge relief, honestly, because now I know that if my main hard drive that I have everything fails, everything is stored up there. Now, I still, down the road, would like to get a redundant drive and set up like uh, a RAID system or a NAS server or NAS system um, so that I can have that physically on my own. I don't have to worry about an external service, but this is a fantastic, fantastic option for now. And what's been cool is if I've been talking to somebody about a photo, you know, I can just show them the JPEG of it and you know, give whatever info I need to, but it takes it 
a a cool step farther to be like this is the file directly as it came out of the camera you can see the sharpness you can see the color you can see all this info whatever if somebody asks how did you make that photo i can show them like what went into it if it's a a focus stack i can be like this these are the eight or ten photos i use for this focus stack and i can check out each one and see all the color and stuff so it's so cool being able to pull up my phone and seeing all of my raw files, which I could then download and you know use in Lightroom on my phone if I needed to. I could do like a quick edit on the original raw file. That's just, that's super, super cool. So combining that functionality in with a low price, like I've, I cannot recommend SmugMug as a service more to like any and all photographers. It's not terribly expensive. It's fantastic support. It's very easy to use, like one of the best things you can do for yourself as a photographer in terms of both storage and displaying your photos, like SmugMug is the way to go. I've had zero complaints over the last, God, I've had them since like late 2015, I think. So, you know, call it six years now that I've been using them. Literally, I'm gonna, I'll give it one complaint. Trying to add text on there can be a little finicky. Other than that, that's about it. Like everything's super, super good. So maybe one day I'll be sponsored by them, but for right now I'm not. This is just a genuine recommendation. If you're looking for a new website host and you're not, you know, super concerned about your own, uh, what's it called? Self-fulfillment, uh, like e-commerce or anything like that. Uh, SmugMug is a fantastic way to go. Lastly, I want to talk about a shoot that I went on yesterday. It was pretty stormy around where I lived, like right on top of me was fairly sunny and kind of boring, but all around there were some really cool clouds and it was uh, a day off for me. So I grabbed my camera and I went down to a spot near my house where I had some clearer views and I took a time lapse, which I haven't done in a long time of uh, some clouds a little ways away. And I brought with me the A7 III. I did not bring the A1 for this shoot, strictly because I was just planning on doing a time lapse, which you know, I make a 4K video out of, and 4K only requires 8 megapixels of data, and so bringing a 50 megapixel camera and, you know, having to mess with the 400 raw files I'm going to get out of that and processing all of those into a video would take way more storage, way more time, way more processing power, and, you know, it's not going to give me that much better quality. Um, so I brought the a7 III instead, that way they're smaller files and it's e going to be easier to work with. And the time-lapse went great, but as I was about to head home, I looked to the west, and I thought, oh, you know, those are kind of cool clouds out there, and it's, you know, hour and a half, two hours outside of sunset, but it should be a good time to go look at some birds. So I went back to my apartment, I grabbed my uh, telephoto lens, my 100 to 400, and I went out to a beach that's like 12 minutes from my apartment. And as soon as I got out there, I didn't really see too many birds, and three minutes later, I see this darker bird, because I'm so used to just seeing seagulls around there, I see this darker bird way up high, kind of circling around a bit. I'm like, oh, that's definitely a different shape uh, than, like, a seagull, or uh, I think I've seen some cranes out there before. So I zoom in to 400, and I take a photo of it, and I'm, I'm, I'm beside myself. I look at the screen, and I'm like, that's a fucking bald eagle. That's a bald eagle, first time I've ever been able to photograph one, and I don't have the camera with 50 megapixels and bird eye autofocus and all this other stuff. Like, come on. 
So this bird's flying around, and as I'm checking it out, I zoom in, and I think, oh, it's got the yellow beak and all this stuff, but it's very spotty. So I look up on my phone, like, what does a young bald eagle look like? And that was totally it. It was a baby. It was a large, it was an adolescent, let's put it that way. It was definitely not a baby because it was big, but it still had like the adolescent coloring, which was cool. And so it flew around to some trees and then it went back kind of east a little bit and I lost it behind the tree line. So I sat there for another 10, 15 minutes, just, you know, enjoying nature, really just enjoying the water and the seagulls. And then I see this, another bigger bird fly back out and I'm thinking, oh, it's the same one. Well, I zoom in on it and I take a couple of photos and it turns out it's mom or dad. It's like a... a adult bald eagle it's got the full white head and the really yellow beak and all this stuff and i'm standing there thinking man i am so annoyed with myself that i didn't bring that camera it's like i stopped by here to grab the lens why the hell did i not switch cameras and i think part of it was that i wanted to make sure i still liked the a7 III and it could still do the things that i wanted it to um, which for the most part it still absolutely does but I'm like, man, if I had the tool available to me, why the hell didn't I bring it? So that was just a moment of frustration. But I, it was still, you know, a cool experience. They're not amazing photos. I'll throw them up on Instagram just for the sake of showing them. But they're not something I'd ever, you know, put in a portfolio or something. They're just kind of cool to have, I guess. But yeah, that's really everything that's happened between uh, Friday and now uh, that I wanted to catch you guys up on. So... Thank you for listening to this episode of The Raw Ramble. My name is Dylan, and I will catch you in episode number eight.